are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. Webb is going to destroy the lives of guys who just got life-changing money. And we're going to talk about Baker Mayfield getting traded. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Always ready, man. I think we need to start, just to be fair to the listeners, with the Kyrie Irving trade to the Los Angeles Lakers. This is in the books. It is completed, according to Webb's text messages to me. Webb, how do you feel that you got Kyrie Irving from, from, the, from Brooklyn for Russell Westbrook, and they gave you back four first-round picks as well? How do you feel about that right now? Kobe made me laugh, honestly. You're the worst. But, um, yeah, you know, it's... I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind uh, being transparent with the listeners. Uh, I don't I, mind at all. I think you're going to be very untransparent when you tell the story right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So no, like full disclosure. I'm not trying to make myself look any better or worse or whatever. Uh, so I've been I've been texting Coop over the past um, two weeks or so. Ever since the whole Kyrie um, trade request came out, I think it was about two weeks ago. And yes. Um, yeah, because we had the deadline of the 20, June 29th. And I said, you know, Kyrie's coming to the Lakers. There were a lot of there was a lot of rumors coming out and you know, Kyrie being open to the Lakers, Lakers wanting Kyrie, Lakers want to get rid of Russ. I mean, that's been the rumor the whole summer, but or the whole offseason. But um I was telling Coop, like sending him articles, sending him a bunch of things, and also my own opinion as to Consistently why Consistently Kyrie- sending articles consistently consistently you know from from whoever or or, or tweets or whatever it was and 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 my opinion um which were and which still are that Kyrie's coming to the lakers it's a matter of time um it's going to happen and then what happened was Kyrie opted in (laughs) into um he opted into next year uh 2023 year uh season and um Coop, of course, hit me back, sarcasm, laughter, all these things, uh, saying, you know, can't wait to see Kyrie in a Lakers uniform, all this <laughs> other stuff, just poking fun at me. Because it didn't look like like Kyrie was going to be a Laker or go anywhere, you know, really, now that he opted in. And then Russ opted in, as we expected. Um, see, you're missing the best part of the story from my perspective. It's what? that you were sending me 20 articles, like Kyrie's coming to the Lakers. And I was like, all right, man, congratulations. This is a done deal. And then Shams came out and said, Kyrie and the Lakers have had no talks. It's not happening. I sent that to Webb. And you sent me back a message saying, you need a hobby. <laughs> I sent you one. <laughs> You've been sending me 20. And I sent you one. And you're like, how dare you? You ruined my day. That's why, man. <laughs> but um, so, so here's my thing. I, I still believe the Kyrie to LA thing is happening. With Kyrie opting into next year it gives Kyrie his money is 37 million um it gives Brooklyn I mean Brooklyn didn't have to trade him but now it gives Brooklyn time to work out a deal because Kyrie doesn't want to be there and they don't want Kyrie there either so that's mutual sort of alignment um on Kyrie not being in Brooklyn and the Lakers want Kyrie but the Lakers also don't want to give too much at this point because um it probably makes more sense to hold off. Don't show all your cards yet. And I just think it's a matter of time. There's no rush for either side to make a trade. Uh, the season both... start date is the rush. Yeah, but that's not a rush compared to Kyrie giving the Nets like a few days. You better to pray to God that trade, trade happens before the season starts. Otherwise, I will be worse than normal in our text chains. Not, oh, I'm, I'm not killing even, you. Not I'm even worried. killing you. Not even worried. There's, there's no rush. Like, like compared to when Kyrie said, a few days before the deadline for him to opt in that he was looking to get traded. There was a couple of days. They have months now to do this. So there's, there's no rush. It will get done this summer. I can't wait. Let's talk about the actual good player on Brooklyn that wants to get traded as well. Kevin Durant asked for a trade the day after Kyrie Irving opted in, which I found to be hilarious. Kyrie said he's back. Kevin Durant's like, I am out now. Goodbye. Apparently, he wanted to be traded to Phoenix or Miami. The reports coming in so far is that the Phoenix and Miami offers have been too light for Brooklyn to take. Do you think Kevin Durant is traded? 
And if so, to where? So just to go back to the Kyrie thing, I said Kyrie will, will be traded for sure. The only thing I think that does not get Kyrie traded is if KD, Kevin Durant, has a change of heart and recants his, his statement and his trade request and says he'll play for Brooklyn. You know, with saying that, I'm assuming that KD does not um, recant the trade request. And because of that, he's a star, a superstar in the NBA. Yes, he will get traded as long as he doesn't have a change of heart. Superstars in the NBA, if they put out a trade request, it, 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 it gets met. 100%. I, really, I really hope it doesn't happen. I hope he stays in Brooklyn. I really do. The only way I see that happening is if he says, you know what? I've had a change of mind. It happened with Kobe, so it could happen, but it has to be on KD to say, I'm all in. Forget what I said. So you and I have talked about this for a long time, that we hate this player movement. His contract hasn't kicked in yet. He's already asked him to be traded. Kevin Durant seems like a guy to me that loves playing basketball. Brooklyn played him, paid him $40 million a year when he was injured. They knowingly gave him this money, knowing he was hurt. And he stabs him in the back because Kyrie wasn't treated well enough last season. This is insane. Joe Sy has to put his foot down and say, we're not trading you. We're never going to get the right value back. You're maybe the best player in basketball. No one's giving us 10 assets like Rudy Gobert got. You're here. Maybe if you play well, I'll trade you at the trade deadline. Maybe, but probably not. We have you for four years. Your options are play or retire. That's all it's going to be. I, I just would, like, I don't understand how these billionaires are getting bullied like this. This is pathetic. Someone has to put their foot down to stop this from happening. His contract hasn't kicked in yet. I hate that players do this all the time. It's ridiculous. I hate it. I hear what you're saying. Um, and I thought Katie's trade fair request was embarrassing to Katie. Um, it looked, made him look really, really bad, like really bad, especially for the reason that you mentioned. The Nets gave him a four-year, was it a, no, a three-year deal, knowing that he wasn't going to play the first year because he had the Achilles injury. They gave him a, like just a wash. He got that money <laughs> for nothing because they believed that he'd be there for the long term. Here's $40 million to chill. And I yeah. was like, I'm, go I'm good, I'm out. Yeah. Over Kyrie? That's insane to me. It was it was really it was really bad. Um, and I don't know. KD is a weird guy, man. He is a weird guy. And it's so funny how he went from like a hero in OKC to a villain overnight. Like literally, yeah. as soon as he wrote in the Players Tribune that he was going to the Warriors, perception on him changed. Deservedly. Um, but people hate him. Um, I love him as a basketball player, but uh I think in this league. Until the CBA, until the next negotiation, the next bargaining um, uh, period for them to iron out the new CBA, I think any superstar, any star, you don't even have to be a superstar, any star who makes a trade request, they're going to get traded. They may not go to exactly where they want to go, but because KD made some ridiculous stipulations with his the, the teams that he wanted. like Both number one seats? This yeah. guy's a clown. That's ridiculous. Well, yeah, and that's why I say it looks embarrassing because you got a lot of flack for going from OKC to Golden State, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. And then you tried to, you know, do your own thing and go to Brooklyn. Didn't work out. Two early exits in the playoffs and one year you didn't play. Um, and, and, and now you want to, it seems like you're just fleeing. So... Now you want to go to the, the two, two, like you said, the two one seeds, two teams who have been in the last two out of three finals. Um, it's, it, it looks really bad. And, and, and on top of that, you want them to keep the teams intact. Like with the, super, with the star players, you want, you want Lowry, Bam, and, and uh, Jimmy Butler there. Well, Bam can't be traded to Brooklyn anyway. Uh, he can't be there with Ben Simmons. But, and then you also want Chris Paul and Devin Booker on the Suns. I don't see why any of those teams would do that. But I think for sure, if he is consistent about this, KD will get traded before the season. I think you're likely right. I think he will be traded. I just hate that it's going to happen. I also think Toronto is the likeliest location for him to land. I think they have the best package to offer. And I think 
it just seems like they, they stole Kawhi. I think they might end up with Kevin Durant as well. I think they're, I don't see them overpaying either. I don't think they include Scotty Barnes, but I could see OG, Trent, and like three first round picks. Is that enough for him, you think, or no? I don't know what enough for Katie is. I would lean towards no, that not being enough. I think you're going to have to, you're going to have to mortgage like the entire farm for Katie just because, just for what he is, what he's done and what he can do. Um, the, the, the seats that he can fill, not that Toronto needs any, any, more seats filled. They have no problem selling out um, Scotiabank, but uh, I think Toronto to, I'm uh, sorry, I think Katie to Toronto would be an interesting story. Just the irony of that from a few years ago when he tore his Achilles in Toronto and the fans were cheering on all that stuff. Um, Forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting. He's always, he's always professed his love for Toronto, uh, for the Raptors, for Vince Carter. Uh, he's been to Toronto for for festivals and stuff like that. He's been spotted here, so there's no secret that he loves Toronto. But um, I would love to see him go to a team where it's not already established. These like Miami went to the finals two years ago, right? Three years ago, sorry. Phoenix went to the finals. And that two fake years title, ago. the year with the fake team, right? Fake title, right? That one it doesn't what count because it was in a bubble. Not even gonna respond to that. Um, but I would really, honestly, I would really like, I was thinking of some teams I'd like to see him go to. I would love to see Katie go to Denver. If they could do that, I would love to see that. Michael Porter Jr. And, uh, that's and Aaron it. Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the trash out. That would be a great team. It'd be very, very fun. I would enjoy that very much. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would enjoy that no. very much. They have Jamal Murray. They have KCP now. KD. That'd be a great team. Yo- obviously, Jokic. The That'd two-time be- back-to-back MVP. I know. Goat. Yeah. Got the super max. He's that'd be a great team. Yeah, I, I was trying to find teams that could do it. Like Cleveland wouldn't include Mobley, I don't think, because he's been so impressive as a there's certain guys you have to include, and I don't like he's never going to Orlando. Washington yeah. does have the pieces. I don't see him going back to Golden State. The Clippers don't have the pieces unless you include Paul George, which could be interesting. Kawhi and KD. The funny, the funny thing is, another monkey wrench in this thing is you don't know where KD's mind is going to be a year or two from now. So that's one hundred percent correct. Yeah. So, and I think that's why Masai is reluctant to part ways with uh, with Scotty. Not just because Scotty has like tremendous potential, but also because why am I going to give away Scotty? And then one or two years later, KD wants out of Toronto. Uh, it, I, I understand it. I agree 100%. I, yeah. I don't think I would make the trade for Toronto if I had to give up Scotty Barnes. I wouldn't do it. Because Katie could be mad in four months and say, I want out of here too. <laughs> it's, it's likely. Yeah. Goddamn drama queen. <laughs> I can't believe you think he's a better scorer than Kobe Bryant. How dare you? I love Kobe Bryant. I'm a lifelong Laker fan, but I'm just talking about from potential. Like Kobe. Kevin Durant is better than Kobe Bryant to you. That's, that's just crazy. No. And no, a shame, no, no. that's disgusting <laughs> that you would say that. I would never say that. I love Kobe Bean Bryant, and I can't believe you disrespect him like that. Disgusting. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's better than Kobe. I'm saying, like, the potential, and just in terms of the, the, the Putting attributes. the ball in the basket, the thing that basketball <laughs> has to do, you think he's the best ever, which means he's better than Kobe. That's what you said. You're, you're a terrible person. Kobe also had, Kobe I thought was a better perimeter defender than than, than KD and a better killer and closer than KD. But KD was just that 50, 40, 90 guy that Kobe wasn't. Better score. Okay. Let's move on to some free agent deals that we liked. We'll go to the ones we hated after Webb because I know you want to rip some guys' careers. I have six deals that I really liked. How many deals did you really like? I loved a lot of deals. I love this period, this free agency period. <laughs> and I actually liked a lot more deals than the ones I disliked. Yeah, I, I, I hated five deals. Well, four. Really, I really hated four of them. And the fifth one is kind of like I wasn't a fan of it. But what was the first deal you liked? I thought that Bobby Portis back to Milwaukee. That's my number one, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a steal, man. Four years for $49 million. They didn't even give him 50 Four years for $49 million. That's just over $12 million a, a year. Are you kidding me? Loved it. That's a steal. I loved it so much. It's a great deal. Yeah. I would, understand, I would understand if Portis got this elsewhere. 
but for the value he brings to Milwaukee, I thought they could have paid more. I mean, like maybe they didn't have room to pay more, but I thought they, I thought he would have deserved more and would have been happy with him getting more. He came back after the title on a one-year deal for four million dollars, I think, for like nothing. I was shocked by this, by that when it happened. I think this may have been like a, hey, we'll take care of you next year after some deal, some things settle. Because four years, forty. I think we said on the last show we hope Bobby Portis got a lot of money. And I think we said for like three for 30, we thought he'd get four for 48. It's even more money than I thought he would get. I'm super happy for him because I love Bobby Portis's game. This is a great deal for him. Great deal for Milwaukee. I love it. Yeah, it was, it was great. I was shocked. Well, because it came in with like the flurry of signings, you didn't really hear about it as much. And like, it was no secret. Like I think Milwaukee said this was their priority to re-sign him. So didn't get much uh, uh, traction in the news. It did with us. <laughs> We need to have Bobby Porters on the podcast. He should want to come on. He should. Yeah, he should. He's the one guy I never make fun of. He owes me, I think. <laughs> uh, so you saw my first deal. The next deal I loved was JaVale McGee to Dallas for three years, $20 million. I think JaVale McGee is a really serviceable player in the NBA. Dallas needs big bodies. Uh, they say he's going to start. This is super low money for a guy that's going to start for you. Even if he's just a 20, 25-minute guy a night, this is a really good value. I like the player. He's such a different guy than when he came up in the league. He's more mature. He's a leader. He's a champion. Love this deal for Dallas. So, Coop, this is actually on one of my uh, – this is on the disliked list. Really? For me. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't like – but it wouldn't have made top six. Like, I didn't hate it. But if I had to choose between liking and disliking, it went more towards the disliking just because I thought this was a lot. This was a, a, a lot of years that they gave the Bobby Portis. For me, Bobby, I'm sorry, sorry, JaVale McGee. For me, JaVale McGee, you give him one-year deals. Maybe you give him a two-year deal with a team option. I just don't trust <laughs> him. <laughs> Three years or 20 million, that's a big commitment for me. I mean, it's not that much annually. It's like just under $7 million per year. Um, and it definitely fits a need for Dallas, for sure. And he's he, a different guy now than he, went, than he was when he was 25, though. He's 34 now. He's been really good <laughs> the last like five years. He was great in Golden State. He was good for the Lakers. Like he's been good now for a while and, and he reliable. Was, he was solid on Phoenix. Exactly. Just, he's a different guy now. And Coop, I, I had this conversation with you last week about uh, 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 Kevin Herter. Like when you have this image burned into your mind of this like memory, I shocked just, in a fool. Just, it's it's not just shocked in a fool. It's just I just uh, Javale <laughs> McGee, man. Like I don't know. I just three years, twenty million. I think the three years is what's throwing me off. I think that's throwing me off. That's a long commitment to to, to Javale McGee. I didn't think he'd get three years. I I thought he would have got more money annually. I think that under seven million dollars a year for a guy that's probably going to start for you is very good value, and I think he's a good player still. He's exactly what this team needs. Yeah, he's, like, the money per year is good. He probably got underpaid, like you said, but... Yeah, you're just a hater. That's all no, you like, are. I like him. Okay, Coop, honestly, if he had gotten one year for $12 million, I probably would have liked it better. I'm being serious. Like, I don't trust him for a long-term deal. This is too long for me. I'm, I'm just not comfortable with it. You're a maniac. What's the next deal you liked? Uh, I actually liked Nick Batum back to the Clippers for two years, $22 million. I thought he was really good in L.A. last year. I think he's solid player, very consistent um, shooter when they need him. He misses a lot of time, but I, I thought he was really good. Like He fit in really well, and I thought this was uh, uh, a, a short sort of uh, low-risk commitment for the Clippers, but still um, – not too bad in terms of the money they'll pay out. I like this deal for the Clippers. If he got this deal anywhere else, I'd have been furious at the team signing him. Probably. Yeah, but this is low risk. He was really good for them. He actually plays defense now for them. He's a much better player than he was in Charlotte after he got paid a bunch of money. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good choice. Okay. Uh, my next guy is Kyle Anderson. Two years, $18 million to Minnesota. I just like Kyle Anderson's game. He was on Memphis, on San Antonio, some good cultures. I think Minnesota's really going to need him to calm down uh, Carl Anthony Towns, slow down Anthony Edwards a little bit. 
and to translate for Rudy Gobert, who everyone's going to hate. <laughs> yeah, I like that deal too. That was on my list. Very low risk. I think he got underpaid. <laughs> Me too. He can run. I... Yeah, he can run the point. Uh, solid defender. Uh, plays solid inside. Clean up. Like he does a lot of the dirty work. Does everything. Yeah. He's kind of a utility guy. Yeah, you can fill a bunch of roles for this team. Yeah. Who's up next for you? No secret to any of the listeners and to you, Jalen Brunson was on my dislike list. Sorry. We're not doing liked anymore, you fool. Oh. <laughs> my fault, my fault. Because I was talking about McGee, I, it was in my head. Spoiler alert, Jalen Brunson. We'll get back to him after. Okay, an- another one that I liked. Kevon Looney back to the uh, Warriors for three years, $25 million. Made my list I, too. Yeah, I thought the Warriors couldn't afford to lose him. Uh, I would have been okay with this deal um, for Looney elsewhere. If another team offered him this, I would have been okay with that. I like Looney for three for 25 mil, honestly, better than McGee to Dallas for three for 20 mil. Just because of that commitment, I'd rather give Looney three years than McGee three years. And I thought the Warriors would have uh, felt this if, if he left. I agree a thousand percent. I don't think Looney's taking that deal from anyone besides Golden State, though. I think he could have got more elsewhere. But he sees. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that he enjoys winning, being in this culture, and it's probably better to make eight million dollars and win a bunch than make eleven and be miserable because you're losing every night and you're getting blamed in the media. Hundred percent, and then getting traded to some trash team afterwards. Yeah, he's useful in Golden State. He's the backup Draymond. And Draymond needs a backup, and he fills that role very well. He was arguably better in a couple finals games than Draymond was. I was actually surprised he didn't get more money from Golden State, but I guess they're pretty hard capped. Like, they're spending a lot of money, so. Yeah. They have a lot, like, half of their cap is among, like, three players. Well, four. They got to pay Draymond now, too. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Uh, My next deal was Bruce Brown to Denver for two years, $13 He's kind of going to do what Aaron Gordon was supposed to do, be a, be a lockup defender. He's not much of a shooter, but he does a lot of the dirty work. I think Dallas needs that. Sorry, Denver needs that guy. I was surprised he didn't get more money, honestly. But Me I think too. his him to Denver made a lot of sense. Fills a role. I think he'll be starting for them, and I really like the fit. Yeah, I love it. This is on my list, too. Um, and if they get KD, even better. That familiarity with Bruce Brown. Um, I would take Bruce Brown two for 13 over Aaron Gordon. What did he get? Four for 91 or whatever it was. 96. I want to say 96, even worse. Um, yeah, I, I love this deal too. He's underpaid. Uh, Denver gave out two, I think of the three worst contracts at time of signing I've ever heard in my life. Michael Porter and Aaron Gordon were two of the three worst contracts I've ever seen. And we're going to get to the third one in a couple minutes here. Ooh, okay. Who's up next for you? Uh, John Wall, which I thought was an absolute steal. Two years, reported uh, $13 million to the Clippers. That didn't make my list because I don't know what John Wall is anymore. I'm just not I, sure. See, see, here's the thing. like, He didn't play all of last year. So like, it's is he rusty or is, it, is, is he rested? I don't know. But two years ago, I know when John Wall played for Houston, he was putting up 20 and 7. The Clippers need a dynamic point guard and get to the basket. They need an upgrade over Reggie Jackson, man. Like this is, I think this is an absolute steal. If it doesn't work out, who cares? It's two years, 13 mil. He's getting paid less than Nicholas Batum. I'll take that any day for a guy who, um, Houston bought out for $41 million to go away. Yeah. No, but I mean, like he didn't really have a fit there, right? Like it's a rebuilding team. He probably wants to go on a contender. He's older. Um, I would take that. Like this guy was at one point, I don't know if I say top five point guard, but probably like a top seven point guard in the league. Yeah, for sure. He was really good. He was excellent. Yeah. If he's 75% of what he was, this is a steal. Yeah. But if he's 40%, then it's not a steal. So I, I lean more towards 75, 80%. He was one of the fastest guys in the league at one point. End to end. Pre Achilles injury though. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's why I'm not sure what you're getting back. 
I'm hopeful though. I want John Wall to succeed. The Clippers should be fun. They're the real team in LA. Uh, up next for me, I have Dante DiVincenzo to Golden State. Two years, $9.5 million. Uh, I just think he's a good player. He's a really serviceable wing. He can play defense. He shines in big moments in the NCAA tournament. This is such low risk. I just think it's nothing. It's $4 million bucks a year for a guy who has upside. I think this is a great deal for Golden State. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, to be honest, it didn't make either list for me, so I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm on the fence about it. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. Uh, what's up next for you? I only got one more after this, bro. I have one more. Uh, I have two more, but I'll just name this one. Lo- uh, Lonnie Walker to the Lakers for a year. Six and a half million dollars. I absolutely loved it because I love Lonnie Walker. Didn't expect the Lakers to get him. And I thought this was an absolute steal. I thought I thought he could have gotten a lot. I thought he would have gotten a lot more. Out of curiosity, does he play defense at all? Yeah, I think he's okay. I think everyone's okay. Everyone plays defense nowadays when they want when they want him to. I find that everyone, I find that every player when they're um, when they're doing well, they say, "Oh, he's not a shabby defender," and when he sucks, they say he's a terrible defender. So from what I remember, he's he's all right. He's fine. Is he locked down? Not that I know of. Good thing the Lakers really horning in on defense here. They're zoning <laughs> in. Uh, my last one. It's Andre Drummond to Chicago for two years, $6.6 million. That's insulting. It really is crazy. He only got that much money, right? I don't understand. I don't. I saw that. I thought it was a typo. I was like, he got 66 million. That's pretty good. Like, (laughs) he's a good, he's a good player. He's a good player. I thought it was was two years and each year he was being paid 6.6 million. So like a 12 point whatever. Or a thirteen point whatever uh, million dollar contract. He's a serviceable big who could lead the league in rebounding. Like that doesn't matter anymore to people. I don't understand this. Yeah. That's very valuable. I never got why Enos Cantor wasn't getting money before. Like these guys have value. They're not great it, defenders. I don't care. They'll rebound the ball. It's because the media slams them, man, and that hurts their money. Enos Cantor is twenty and ten a night if he gets minutes. Easy. 100%. Easy. And unlike Drummond, he can actually stretch the floor a bit. So and Drummond is 10 and 18 a night. Like he could do that. 100%. He, he doesn't hit his free throws. So what? No. Have him play the third quarter. Like just take him out of the last four minutes of the fourth. Like I don't understand yeah. why he's getting $3.3 million. That's a steal for Chicago. Vucevic also doesn't play defense, so they won't miss anything. Like I get, this is great. I yeah. love this deal for Chicago. Yeah, I liked it. It was on my list, especially that money. You cannot hate this deal. No, ridiculous. <laughs> and two for 16, I'd be fine with. Me too, 100%. Yeah. I don't understand. It's not like he's a problem. He's 28 years old, and no one's ever said he's a jerk. Like, no one's like, this guy's the worst guy. Like, I'd never hear that about him. Yeah. People like him. I don't get it. I don't get it either. He's on Detroit for so long, and then he's just bounced around the league. He went to what? Cleveland. He went to the Lakers. He went to Philly. He went to Brooklyn. Now he's on Chicago. I don't understand. Like three, two, three years, he's been on so many teams. If this was 15 years ago, he's one of the highest paid guys in the league, without yeah. question. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. All right. Who's your last guy? Uh, Joe Ingles, actually. I thought it was a really good deal. Low risk. Gives Ingles a chance to, to prove that he can play through this injury. And to go to Milwaukee and just show up the depth and get like this, I say a three and D guy who can facilitate. I think it's a really good deal. It just it's just a rich getting richer. I thought Milwaukee could have won the championship this year if they were healthy. Now they're coming back with Bobby Portis and they're getting Joe Ingles. I I love it. When is Joe Ingles going to return playing basketball? Well, he got hurt early on in the season for Utah last year, so he should be back. I'd imagine by Christmas. I think it's closer to the All-Star break. It's closer to February. Really? I think that's what I saw. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's going to miss the first two or three months of the year. And I, that's why it didn't make my list. I love Joe Ingles the player. I've always loved Joe Ingles the player. Just this kind of injury, coming back from it, I'm not sure what you're getting. But if he's even close to good, it makes sense to get him. Coming back this year, 
he rewards you next year for the next contract if he's back to being the same guy. So I get why Milwaukee did it. I have to check into that. I, I thought I remember him getting hurt pretty early on in the season for Utah last year. But maybe you're right. Um, I don't remember exactly um, exactly when it was, but I think even if they get him for the playoffs, that's solid, man. Like He's not the player. He's not going to start for them, but he's great depth, and he'll have that motivation. He's on the older side, of course. He's in his mid-30s, but um, he, he had the ACL man. surgery February 4th. Right around that day. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah, probably all-star break. You're right. All right, Webb. Let's move on to some of the deals that we both hated or that you hated. I think there's one clear worst deal maybe of my lifetime here. Did you agree with me? There was one terrible deal. Yeah, I just don't know if we'll agree on the same deal as being that one. It's Zion Williamson getting $191 million, <laughs> close to being 230 this was an abomination. This is as bad as the Michael Porter Jr. contract. I couldn't believe New Orleans did this. I don't know if Zion hired a hypnotist or something to figure that this is done because this made no sense to me. I couldn't believe it. Are you actually, on the same page as me? Yeah, it was a terrible deal. I actually forgot about that deal because it was an extension, like a rookie extension. But yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's the worst deal. You're right. I had another one in mind, but yeah, that is worse because I thought David Griffin had a backbone. And was was not going to not going to cave and pay this man the max where he did not deserve it at all. Um, but maybe they threatened his job. I don't know. Apparently, he's played in eighty five of two hundred and forty games, and they so gave him third. They gave him two million dollars for every game he's played. <laughs> this guy is crazy. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was shocked. Like they should have said, "Hey, play this year out, and we'll see how we'll see what happens." Play one season, and we'll talk about it. Nope. You, you know why I was also surprised? Because they don't have to do this rookie extension until, like, October. So he got it on the same day as Ja and all those other guys. Yeah, that's true. I just couldn't believe it, man. I was shocked. Yeah. This guy, he's so – remember when they said, oh, he's going to miss a month last season, and then he didn't play the whole year? Yeah. Why is it going to be any different now? Like, New Orleans is actually good. I don't understand this. So now he's got a bunch of money. He's going to say, well, I better play now. They're paying me. Good luck. <laughs> How long till he has to be traded to New York? I say a year. I say 14 months. Uh, two years. Two years? 24, okay. 24 months, yeah. Reasonable. Uh, what's what's your worst deal? Well, kind of spoiled it already. Uh, so I screwed <laughs> up. I screwed up. Uh, but yeah, other than Zion, Jalen Brunson, Four years, 104 million uh, to the Knicks, who continue to do stupid things. I was surprised that Dallas was like, "Hey, we'll give you almost the same money over five years." Like they were considering doing this. I, was, I like Jalen Brunson, the player. I think he's a good player. Is he worth 27 million dollars a year or 26 million? I'm not sure about that. I don't think he is. It's crazy. I have another deal that's on my list that, I don't know, might start thinking differently. <laughs> I was, I like Jalen Brunson. I just think they overpaid him by like $30 million or more. If he got four for 70, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. But right. You got to overpay in free agency a little bit. I could deal with four for 70. I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay with that. It is what it is. Uh, my next deal I hated was Bradley Beal getting $251 million with no trade clause. And if he gets traded because he asked to be traded, he gets a 15% kicker. Wow. I didn't know uh, that last part. Right? That's insane too. <laughs> That's on my list as well, Coop. He's one of, I think, seven guys in the league with an actual no trade clause. And mm. I, if you're Washington, I guess you kind of had to do it because he's all you have. But he would have said no to 220. Like, did you have to give him all of it? <laughs> Couldn't believe this. Coop, the worst part about this is he's going to ask for a trade. I put him on the same timeline as Zion. He doesn't want it to look bad, so he's not going to ask for it in a year. Two years of Washington is mediocre. 100% he's going to ask for a trade. If he asks for the trade, does he, does he get the 15% kicker if he asks for it? I guess so. Because if he if if they do that, if he asks for it and they give him 15% more, 
why wouldn't he ask for it? Of course you would. Maybe well, well maybe in the deal they'll ask him to like waive the trade kicker or something like that. Maybe they'll ask him to do that if he asks for one. And I can't wait to watch watch Washington be the eleven seed again. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. It will. And Coop, we've been saying this for very long. I just want to put a timeline on it. Twenty-four months, Bradley Beal at the latest. It may happen before, but at the latest, he's making uh, a, a trade request, and that's why right. I hated this deal. You're probably right. He won't do it next season because he just signed it. He'll wait until the that. next, like J- June 24th. We're here. Bradley Beal's not really happy anymore in Washington. Yeah. He wants a yeah. challenge. Like we'll hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bradley Beal wants to win now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now he wants to win. The first 10 years he was okay with losing, but now he yeah. wants to win. <laughs> oh, it's going to be hilarious. Uh, who's up next for you? Um, well, Travail McGee was on the list. Uh, okay, so here's my thing. Uh, Anthony Simons. He's on my list. He's, <laughs> yeah. But he, had, he probably had to be on your list, right? Because if you had Jalen Brunson on your list, they basically got the same contract. This is worse than Jalen Brunson. Yeah, it is. It is. Because <laughs> it is worse. I agree because the Anthony Simons thing, I mean, I like Anthony Simons. I kind of always of, did. Yeah. Kind of. I kind of always liked him, but like, come on. Like, the team was bad. There was no one else on that team to score. Like, that team was bad. Anthony Simons is not a guy you need to be giving $25 million to. At least Jalen Brunson was, on, was good on a good team. And he and was played well in, in big moments. Right. And he was filling in for Luca. Um, and like you said, during during key moments. Anthony Simons was on a he was a great fantasy player. But he was a fine fantasy player. He was fine. <laughs> I had him in fantasy. I was like, he's all right. <laughs> Considering that you didn't draft him, I thought he did an all right job. Um I just four years, a hundred million. I saw I that shocked. and I was like, this I was like, this can't be right. It came a little bit after uh, the Brunson deal got announced, I think. Like, it was announced pretty early in the free agency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people kind of just forgot about it because Brunson went to New York. But this is way worse. This is an awful deal. Coop, this was the most shocking deal to me. Because at least the Zion deal, I knew that Zion wanted the max. So I knew about the numbers. I had no idea a team would offer this guy anthony simon's 25 million dollars let alone portland if it was some other team whatever i didn't think portland was gonna do that they're trying to keep damian lillard <laughs> and they did this how much would you have thought that makes sense for anthony simon's what's the number because i have one in my head uh yeah he's getting the body portis deal to me that's exactly what i was looking at <laughs> a thousand percent that's exactly i was i could do four for 48 and be okay with it i guess yeah yeah, that's awful. I... <laughs> We're on the same page today, Well, I love it. Yeah. But Coop, even if I'm giving him the Bobby Portis deal, Anthony Simon's Bobby Portis deal, like I'm not rushing to give him the no. Bobby Portis deal. I'm saying go look elsewhere. And yeah. we'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't call us. We'll call you. We'll figure it out later. Like, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I was shocked. <laughs> uh... But you agree, right? This is more... Was this more shocking to you, like, in terms of the numbers than Zion? Yeah, because I always thought Zion was going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be stupid if they did it, but I was like, they're going to yeah, give it yeah. to him because they're stupid. <laughs> Anthony, I was, I, I genuinely thought there was another Anthony Simons I forgot yeah. about. I was like, there has to be a different guy. Yeah. There has to be. This makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, the next guy for me, who I really did not like, it's PJ Tucker to Philly for three years, $33 million. He's 37 years old already. Yeah. You're paying him 11 million when he's 40. <laughs> Seems like it's going to be an issue for a guy who already can't score. <laughs> I like PJ Tucker. I like him a lot. And I think this was a great um, need that Philly filled perimeter defender, but I did not like this deal at all. It made no sense. If you gave him one year, 12 million, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. We'll go yeah. year to year. Yeah. But he's 37. Like, it's not like he's going to get younger. Like, he's going to get older. He's going to get worse. It's yeah. just what happens. Guys slow down. James I was Harden, shocked by that. <laughs> James Harden is not signed to Philly yet. So, Philly better not hold their breath. I wouldn't, honestly, 
and I think I kind of hinted at it in one of our earlier or most recent shows. I wouldn't be surprised if James Harden went, went elsewhere. I would be shocked by that. Really? I just don't think teams have money to sign him anymore. So I think it's kind of, he's with Maury. He's stuck for this year and they'll figure it out. I okay, don't see him fair. going somewhere this year. I think he's locked in for this season for sure. Okay. So, so you, you don't see him going somewhere because other teams are strapped, not because he wouldn't look elsewhere. I think his history says he'd look elsewhere. Yeah. But it's usually, I think him and Maury have a relationship. And I don't think he's going to destroy that so soon. He's going to trust in Maury, I think. They definitely have a relationship. As uh, Richard Jefferson showed, it took a flight from New York to Philly when it's a, it's a 45 minute drive. I saw um, that. That was so... amazing. <laughs> somebody 60 somebody. minutes on the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that my brother and I were in Philly once. We were at the train station there. It's like a touristy thing. Yeah. And we saw the train to New York. And I was like, how long does the train take? Because I didn't, like, in my head, I couldn't picture it. Like, like, an hour and 10 minutes. I was like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we do. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many more guys do you want to ruin their careers? How many more names do you have, Webb? Cooper, I have one, two, uh, three more. Okay. Let's hear one, let's hear one of your other ones. Uh, Lou Dort. God. <laughs> oh, my. I thought about it, but I just like Lou Dort, but it's way too much money. But I was like, I like Lou Dort, so I'm, I wasn't as mad about it. It's not just the money. It's the years, too. Why the hell do you need to re-sign Lou Dort for five years? Where is he going? I think, I, he's only 23, so that's a benefit. I think it's to show other guys, like, hey, if you perform well here, even though we're not winning, we'll take care of you. I think that may be why he did it, as a kind of a, like a – Hey, we take care of our guys here, but I did not expect that money at all. I was shocked with the 80 million, 82 million. I couldn't believe that. Who was 87 and a half? I have an 82 and a half. You have 82 and a half? Yeah. That's interesting. I think you made your seven look like a two. I was 87 and a half. No, you're wrong, like always. Uh, <laughs> I like Lou Dort, though. I like the player. No, it's 87 and a half. I'm looking on Spot Track right now. It has 82.5. Right. Either way, too much oh. money. We'll, we'll figure this out. Track has them both. Track okay. has a value at 82.5 and the max value is 87.5. I guess that's with incentives. Oh, okay, incentives. Okay. So it could be, we're both right. Okay. I'm more uh, right, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Brunson's has in- incentives too, right? Up to 110? Yeah, I think it was 111 or 110, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Way too much money for those guys. Yeah. Uh, my next guy was Mo Bamba to Orlando for two years, $21 million. And if any other team gave him this deal, I like that makes sense. A lot of upside there. But Orlando has proved they don't want to pay the, play this guy. Played one season. I just, they drafted a big as well. They already have seven other bigs. I don't know why they pay him. Didn't make sense to me. Coop, I, I, I disagree with you on this one. I have Mo Bamba in my liked category. It just, it wasn't like I loved it, but I, I liked it. I think they want to see some more out of him. They drafted a number five overall. He showed the most potential in his pro career last year. And I don't think they can let him go. Like they, they, they drafted him and Isaac uh, high, and they've both been injury prone. I like Bamba a lot. I think this was a good deal. Um, no, and, and if anyone risk. else gave him that deal, I'd agree with you. I don't like Orlando giving it to him. He could have got more elsewhere. Like I think he would have been good in the Spurs. He would have been great in Toronto. Like I like Mo Bamba. I just don't like the fit there. Like I, they're not using him correctly. He needs to go elsewhere to get better. Right. So you hate it for him. Yeah, I don't get it for Orlando either. They, they, it didn't make sense to me. Okay. But uh, who, who's who? Who else do you hate, Webb? Uh, I'm burning down Portland today. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, four years for seventy million. A guy that can't stay healthy, who will fall on the ground and break every bone in his arm. Um, I just thought it was too many years. I don't mind the average per year, but four years, I'm not giving to this Mr. Glass. So I thought it was a bad um, a bad risk. And uh, yeah, I don't like it. Simons and Nurkic, no thank you. I was surprised by that one as well because he's always injured. He's, when, he's, when he plays, he's good, but he's always hurt. So I was surprised by that as well. Uh, my next one was Marvin Bagley the third in Detroit. 
He got uh, three years, $37.5 million. In Detroit last year, was he even good? He shot 23% from three. He averaged six rebounds a game. He's like, was he that good? 11 points? Like, you're paying this guy that much money? I was shocked by this. Give him a one-year prove-it deal and see what, see what we're at next year. Like, I don't understand why they gave him this much money. Yeah, I guess because they traded for him. They're like, we're all in. I didn't like that deal either. I thought a little too much money. I, th- I think we said we'd give him like two years, $10 million each year. Something, Something like, like that, that, yeah. Let yeah, him prove himself. Was, yeah, three years is a long commitment for Marvin Bagley. He didn't deserve sure. it. Uh, who? Uh, I, that's all my guys I hated. Do you have any more? I have one more guy, like, really. Um, Thad Young, two years, $16 million. I just didn't see why he needed to get $8 million per year. Toronto barely played him last year. He's solid. But why is he getting more than, like, Andre Drummond per year? Like, I just – I mean, they're different positions, obviously. But I just – I don't understand. Um, is Toronto even going to play him much? That's a lot. So – I disagree with you because I think they just wanted the contract. They wanted the $8 million so they could move it for someone else later to make money match for a later trade. Maybe. Well, if that's the, if that's the rationale and if they end up trading someone for someone, maybe it'll work out. But if they plan on keeping him for the next year and a half, I don't understand it. I agree. Okay. Let's get to the Rudy, Rudy Gobert trade web because this one blew my goddamn mind. Uh, I've hated Rudy Gobert for a long time, even before he destroyed basketball. And Minnesota traded 10 assets to get Rudy. Rudy's on a five-year, like $240 million contract. So it's not like he's cheap. And Utah got back Malik Beasley, who I like. Pat Beverly, who's interesting. Uh, Balmero, the 22nd pick in this draft, Walker Kessler. Jared Vanderbilt, who's a good player. They got a 2023 first-round pick. 2025 first round pick, 2026 pick swap, 2027 first round pick, and 2029 first round pick. This is a wild amount to trade for Rudy Gobert. Like, wouldn't Brooklyn have given Kevin Durant for this? Am I crazy? Like, they would have done that for Kevin Durant, right? Mm, With the the role players, I don't think so. I think they would have to throw in better players. Even with all those draft picks. Maybe. I don't know, man. Like, that's a lot to get for any player. Those first-round picks can be so valuable. It's not so, like Minnesota's guaranteed those guys are going to stay in Minnesota. They, they could ask for trades, too. And those first-round picks could be Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Like, that could happen again. So, so you're saying that you did not like that trade for Minnesota based on what they I, gave up? I hated the trade for Minnesota. So much. I okay. could not believe how much they overpaid to get this guy. Does this have anything to do with you not liking Gobert as a person? It does not. Okay. I, I, I would not have given those first round picks for basically any player in the NBA who could not play in playoff games for me. Okay. Like he was unplayable in the playoffs. They went small and he couldn't do anything. Like he wasn't good. I just, I don't <laughs> understand this. <laughs> I like that last part. Um, so we see this differently, man. Like I love the trade for Minnesota. I loved it. I'm not saying they're going to be a contender for the, for the finals or anything, but I loved it because they're in win now mode. So the way I see it is like this. So Utah gets Malik Beasley, a gunner can probably put up 25 at night. If he wanted to Pat Bev, who's a solid player, a pit bull that you probably want on your team. Uh, Leandro Balmero. Don't know how he's going to be. Walker Kessler could be really good right in the middle and could be like a temporary replacement for Gobert. Jared Vanderbilt, eh. Like, he was a good rebounder. I, did, I thought he was fine. But that first-round pick they're getting next year, or sorry, for 2023, is going to be Minnesota's pick. Minnesota, I think, is going to be a solid team. So that's going to be somewhere in the 20s probably, right? Then the 2025 first-round pick. If that team's still intact, if Minnesota's good, that could be another low pick. Um, so the way I see it really, and I think Minnesota's going to be intact for a while. Maybe not D'Lo, but Anthony Edwards, who you love, and I like too, um, is going to get paid by Minnesota, I think. Gobert's there. Towns got an extension as well last week. Uh, I think this team is is solid, and I think I think this is fair for Gobert. Honestly, okay. I do. 
Let me ask you a question, okay? So Minnesota is very cold, yes? I've heard it's freezing. If you're getting $40 million a year and the contract's already signed and the NBA has proven, if you ask for a trade, you're getting traded, why wouldn't these guys want out? They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't. That's, that's fair. But with the CBA negotiations coming up, they're gonna, I think they're going to um, put a stop to this soon. Which, which I, mean, I, I truly think, and, and that's, what I've, that's what they've been saying in the news, the, the owners are really going to prioritize not letting players hold teams ransom. I hope that happens. I really do. But in how the NBA is right now, giving up first-round picks in 2027, where you're Minnesota, so free agents aren't coming, and 2029, where you could be the worst team in basketball because Edwards left, Towns left, and Gobert is just Gobert and can score seven points a night. I think this is so foolish to do. I would be shocked if they were good in 2027 and 2029 and that team was intact. You have like a two-year window with NBA teams now because contracts mean nothing besides to the players. It means the player is getting paid. It does not mean they're on your team anymore. So if they have no loyalty, this deal assumes those players are going to be very loyal. And I would never assume that anymore. Kevin Durant's contract hasn't kicked in yet. And he has to be traded already. Ben Simmons, same thing. Like, this is what these guys do now. They don't care about loyalty to the team. So I don't understand how you make this deal with that in the back of your mind. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You can't, you can't uh, predict where this team's going to be in 2027, 2029. But also because you said that, I think is why you need to take the risk make that gamble and win now within the next two years. You can't rely on building a team like Golden State and seeing it through drafting Steph and Clay and Draymond um, and acquiring Iggy and letting that play through and let that build uh, over time. You have to, for these teams like Minnesota, like you said, where free agents don't sign, you have to like make these big trades. Like I can't remember Minnesota making such a big trade uh, in such a while since like they got Latrell Spiegel. Yeah, but they traded him away. But like yeah. first to, to bring in a player, like the last one I remember is them getting like Spreewell. Uh so like and this is this is a bigger trade than that because of where Gobert is in his career. And he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. Spreewell, probably not. But I love it. I think I think they have flexibility now. I think this is one of the things they were missing. I think that Beasley didn't play much with Anthony Edwards there and D'Lo there. So that's a wash. Pat Beverly, uh, yeah, he got a lot of play and obviously, uh, you know, was very helpful to them. The two draft picks, sorry, the two prospects, we don't know what they're going to be like. I'd take Gobert over Kessler in a heartbeat. Jared Vanderbilt, I feel like you could find someone else like that. Like, he's a good rebounder. He's fine. Like, I think he's solid. Um, and that 2023, 2023 first-round pick, I'm assuming it's going to be a wash. I think it's going to be in the 20s. I like this pick for, for, for I like this for Minnesota a lot. Uh, I like Utah. I didn't like it for that much, to be honest, because I think they get a lot of role players, and I think it's going to piss off uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, to me, the first round pick that they're really looking at will be the 2025 pick. They get a pick swap in 2026, like you mentioned, and then those that 27 pick I think is unprotected, but the 2029 pick is protected still. So, so the 2023, 2025, and 2027 pick are all unprotected. Right. And the 2029 one is top three protected only. Okay. So, so that's all. So that's, I so just, that's, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say more than likely, like 2025, to me, you're getting three picks that could be really good. The 25. The 27 and the 29, we don't know what the 26 is, the swap is going to look like. It could be close together and it may not make much of a difference. I don't know. Um, I, I, to be fair, I do like Rudy Gobert on Minnesota. I think that's going to be a good fit. Carl Towns does not want to play defense. I think that's going to help him a lot. Rudy can be like the actual five. Towns can play the stretch four, play outside, play around the like, play at the three point line. He's the best big man shooter of all time, apparently. Because Dirk Nowitzki never existed, I guess. But I just, yeah, I, I think this is going to backfire, man. Anthony Edwards is from Georgia. Like, I don't see him wanting to stay in minus 20 degrees all summer, all winter. 
I just don't see that being something he enjoys. No, I, I hear you, but like, I'm not looking at this four years out. I'm looking at this within the next two years. Does Minnesota have a chance to go deep into the playoffs? I think they do. They need to move D'Lo out of there. And if they can and turn that into another player, oh man, like I think this team has a lot of potential. D'Lo for Kyrie or D'Lo for Westbrook? Who says no? <laughs> I think both of them say no. But like, <laughs> I Lakers actually like to... jump on that. Oh, for sure. I honestly, man, like, I think that I think Minnesota is going to regret this in a gigantic way, and I think Utah is going to move Donovan Mitchell any day now because they want to tear this down and build it up again with Danny Ainge. I would be shocked if Donovan Mitchell is on this team in February. Shocked. <laughs> I'm trying to think if they would move him in the season. I do I just, wonder if they do that. I think that I feel like they, if they're going to move him, it's going to be before the season. With the new lottery odds, the bottom four teams all have the same chance of getting the number one pick. They could apparently the new kid coming out, Victor Wambanyama or whatever his name is from France, is like the, the next superstar, like the better than Zion as a prospect. Seven foot two can shoot it. Great defender. I could see the Jazz really wanting this kid and just going on full tank mode to build up around him. The Spurs are trying to get him. They traded out Deontay Murray, Dejounte Murray to get him. I could see a bunch of teams trying to tank to get this kid next year. Could happen. And speaking of the Spurs, there's a report that the Spurs could help facilitate a Nets-Lakers trade for Kyrie. Just what I, <laughs> just what I read over the past hour. Coop, it's happening, sure. man. It's happening. Kyrie's coming to the Lakers. It's happening. Can't wait. It's already done. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk a little football, Webb. Uh, sure. The NFL offseason has been kind of calm for like two weeks. It was crazy there for a while. And then yesterday it got announced. Baker Mayfield has finally been traded by Cleveland. He went to the Carolina Panthers for a fifth-round pick. That could turn into a fourth-round pick, depending on playing time. The Browns are paying... 10 million of the 18 million dollars he's owed. I was pretty surprised by this because they just traded for Sam Donald last year and they drafted a quarterback in the third round in Matt Corral, who apparently they had as the number one quarterback in this draft. Do you like this move for Cleveland? Do you like this move for Carolina? What do you think here, Webb? Uh, I like it for Cleveland because uh, it was inevitable that that Baker was going to be moved. Baker said several times while he was still part of the organization that he wanted out. That it was over. Uh, Cleveland obviously brought in um, Deshaun, so I mean, we'll, we'll, we don't know if we're going to see him play next year. Probably not, but we don't know yet. Um, but he's break is not part of the future plans, so I like it for Cleveland. For Carolina, I don't really like it because now it creates this quarterback controversy. When I mean, there shouldn't even be one. They still have Sam Darnold. It just seems like they're trying to throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. They tried trading for. Uh, Sam uh, Darnold last year didn't work out. One year later, they're trading for another top pick or like a uh, or, or, or a, a former uh, high pick um, in 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 Baker Mayfield. It just seems like they don't know what they're doing. And Robbie Anderson and you know you saw the the, the <laughs> I can't remember if it was a tweet or if it was on Instagram a post, but like months ago he said, please no 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 don't trade for for Baker. You bring him in. I don't know. Baker's not really a guy that you bring in to help galvanize the players. He might, he, he'll probably, he has a very strong personality. He might hit it off with some guys, but he also might um, piss some guys off. I don't know if you want that. Matt Rule is still in Carolina. He's probably his last year if they don't do well. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't see why they're bringing Baker. So there's three quarterbacks there. Who the hell is starting now? Or, or sorry, Baker. who's who's going to start the majority of the year? Baker. Uh, so the way we saw Utah, Minnesota, we see it the exact different in this one as well. Because I love this for Carolina. Cleveland's paying most of the salary. So this is super low risk. Baker Mayfield, when he's an underdog, is amazing. He won the Heisman in college because no one's wanted him. He was the number one pick. Hugh Jackson that first year was like, hey, you're going to be the backup, Baker. You've earned being the backup as the number one pick. He was furious, came in, played great that year. Second year, he was all excited. He was the man. Kind of went downhill a little bit. When he's the underdog, he's incredible. 
he is now the ultimate underdog. Cleveland wanted him out so badly. They were taking a guy with Deshaun Watson's past and present over him. There's no risk to Carolina. It's, it's a fourth round pick at worst. I think Baker could be a top 15 quarterback if everything goes well. That's possible in his upside. He doesn't have Deshaun's upside, but I'm pretty sure he's going to play next year. And I'm not 100% sure Deshaun is. So I loved it for uh, Carolina. For Cleveland, I thought it was stupid. You had all the leverage over, over Baker. Just say, we're not trading you. Show up or don't get paid. It's $19 million. He's going to show up. If Deshaun is suspended for the year, you have to play the season with Jacoby Brissett. As someone who watched a team that had Jacoby Brissett for a year, let me tell you, it wasn't great. A lot of downside there. He isn't good. Uh, and that's, a, that's an understatement. He's bad. He's actively bad at football. He's a good person, though. But he's not good at football. And I'm pretty sure the starting quarterback of a team should be good at football. And they don't have their first-round pick. And they play in a good division. I think if he's out for the year, Cleveland could realistically be picking in the top six. Like, very easily with no Deshaun. I think with Baker pissed off the whole season, talking at the end of games, like, this is, they didn't want me, and I'm doing this. And then making them, like, taking them to the Super Bowl. That would be a totally Baker Mayfield thing. Like, I won them the Super Bowl, and you're taking this guy who's been charged with this stuff? over me and they lost a huge opportunity who cares it's awkward guys make it 20 million dollars tell them to suck it up yeah all right cool where's the lie why did i say that was wrong (laughs) uh you didn't say anything i was wrong i i i I get some of the stuff that you're saying um cleveland definitely had all the leverage baker had none but for me if baker's gonna be pissed off this year potentially and i I see a little aaron Rodgers in him in terms of that pettiness but he's much more outspoken than Rodgers. Rodgers, I think, is a little bit more passive aggressive. But um, uh, why wasn't Baker Mayfield pissed off the last couple of years? Why now? He had a really good rookie season, one of the best, probably. But statistically, I mean. But like, yeah. why? Why wasn't he pissed off last year? Why isn't? Why wasn't he pissed off the year before that? He was hurt last year. He had an injury that needed surgery. So that was his, like, he's like, I played for you guys when I was hurt. So my numbers weren't good, and you knew I was hurt. So you knew I'd be worse than I was, but I stuck it up. I'm tough, and you still did this to me when I played hurt for you. I think him coming back in that organization, just to say F you to those guys, would have been so sweet. <laughs> Their Carolina plays Cleveland in week one. Yeah, I'm going to bet, like, $1,000 on Carolina to win by 25 points. Like, this is going to be a blowout. Baker's going to throw five touchdowns to CMC, who's going to be good for two games this year. Like, I just can't wait for this game now. Cleveland really messed up. Jacoby Brissett is awful. It's going to be so bad. And well, Cleveland think, deserves it. Well, I think Cleveland messed up. That's interesting. But I I think, well, I think they're looking towards 2024 anyway. Sorry, 2023 anyway, right? The, the Browns. Uh, I, I think that's what they're, they're gearing up for in terms of an actual playoff. But here's the thing. Before they got to Sean, when the reports came out and Baker said he wanted out, the Browns said, yeah, we're not trading Baker Mayfield. He's our quarterback. We'll make it work with him. So before they got to Sean, they were willing to stick it out and deal with the awkwardness. Sorry. Now that Deshaun's not going to be there, they have a guy on a one-year contract, which makes perfect sense. Deshaun, if he's suspended for next season, for this season, next year he's only making a million dollars. You could franchise Baker, then trade him for two first if he's really good. They just wasted so many opportunities here, especially before knowing what's going to happen to Deshaun. They gave away an asset for basically nothing for a guy they took number one overall just a few years ago. Oh, you make good points, man. I, I'm just trying to think. The perception of Baker, number one pick in 2018, like what is the perception of him in the league offices? Like, Is he even regarded as a top 15 quarterback right now? No, for sure not. So why was this such a... You said it's his potential is top 15, but right but now it's, it, it, it's, it's unknown. After his rookie year, would you have said he was a top 12, 15 guy? I probably would have. I have to think about it. He was really good. And then he I, won a playoff game against Pittsburgh. Like he made it to the AFC championship game against Cleveland. Like I think like, sorry, against uh, Kansas city. He's had good moments. Yes. It's just Cleveland really pooched this whole decision. Everything they did has been wrong the whole year. They made gigantic mistakes. Andrew Barry, supposed to be this genius from Harvard, 
Not looking so smart right now. I'm not going to lie to you, Webb. I'm a big <laughs> fan of this guy right now. <laughs> I think, yeah, I agree with you, especially with how with the whole Deshaun thing. But um, I think they're going to honestly punt this year. If 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 it looks bad, if they're 0-3, I think they're punting this year. I think they have, still have one of the best uh, backfields in the league. Uh, so that can help them win a lot of games. Solid defense. Uh, they had a solid offseason. But, I mean, uh, other than Deshaun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than the big thing, yeah. Yeah, other than him. But that is, you know, solid offseason other than that. But I don't know, man. Like I, I see what you're saying. You make good points. I, I just am a genius. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> I just uh, Carolina, I it doesn't seem like they know what they're doing. A couple years ago, the in the draft, they went all defense, literally all defense. Didn't work out. And bad, yeah. I just don't know if they know what they're doing. They got lucky that, like you said, Cleveland was looking to have this fire sale. But sure. they have three guys I, that can start. Yeah, they had. I don't know, man. I just think it was mistakes everywhere. I'm not a fan of it at all. Yeah, that was, bad. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, man. Uh, everybody, please go follow us on Twitter, at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get this get podcasts. We are huge on verbal. Shout out to BDB, Big Daddy Bezos. We're still plugging Amazon podcasts. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. We out.